good afternoon, super beautiful, hot, sexy ass people. It's Sunday, June 26th. It's 12.52 in the afternoon. Usually my goal is to do my episode Sunday mornings, but now I'm just going to let it happen when it happens. And yeah, the quote of the day is by an unknown person. Um, and it says, nothing in life is everlasting, not even pain. And I truly appreciate it because sometimes when you feel like really sad, it does genuinely feel like it's going to be there forever. Genuinely. And especially when I'm sad, I completely feel like I'm always going to feel this way, especially when it's very on and off, like it's gone, then it's there, it's gone, and it's there. And some people may only experience sadness like once a month or once every few months or maybe even five times a year, which is like, you know, super amazing. But for me lately, I have been feeling like super sad very often. And sometimes I forget like one of the only major ways I'm not going to feel sad is when I'm putting effort to feel happy. Like most of the time happiness isn't something automatic. Like I have to want to be happy, meaning I'm going to have to put actual like human effort to feel better. And sometimes like I literally like a dummy, I'd be forgetting that, oh, I can't just sit in my bed and wait until I don't feel sad anymore. Like, no, like, bitch, I have to actually be active in my life and actively try to do things I know bring me joy or else it's like I'm torturing myself and that's, like, not healthy. But anyways, I have three segments. Again, I think I'm going to start doing segments And I also want to talk about not knowing the category I want my show in. At first, I really wanted it to just be self-care and just having a self-improvement category. But then it's like, it felt so limiting because I have a lot of stuff I like to talk about. And even though I do appreciate self-care talks and stuff, and I won't stop doing that, like I also want to just talk about whatever I want and that seems more fun and it seems less like crippling in a sense like less like oh it has to be this and I can't talk about this like no I kind of want it to be like my YouTube channel that I'm not super consistent on at the moment like I want it to be about self-care and self-love relationships but also you know, talking about myself and talking about some stuff going on in the world and talking about people's point of views on things and what are my outlooks on them. I just want to talk about everything and anything. But it's so hard because um, for other creatives, like when you don't have like a niche, it is so hard. Like where do you want to put yourself in? And so I just put my new category from self-improvement to just comedy. And I'm just going to see what happens with that. I'm just going to be like, okay, well, um, 
either it's gonna work or it's not gonna work out for me and then I'll just pick another category but I probably just will keep it in comedy just because it's a little bit of the more general I couldn't they should really do a niche genre where it's just like it says general meaning there's no specifics and it sucks that they haven't even thought about that because not everyone wants or has um a creative project that they want to build up that is strictly surrounding one thing like I can't my brain is too all over the place it's gonna have to be for the girlies and boys that like a mixture of everything and that's just what my niche is is no niche I am the niche like you know I cannot fit myself in one category I will literally get so bored and I don't want that to happen with this because my goal for this summer the rest of the summer is to be consistent and not give up on things that I enjoy and does it make me sad and if I do give up hopefully I find more stuff that I can learn to be consistent with but this I really feel like I'm going to be consistent because literally it is another Sunday and I'm right here with y'all so the three segments are people pleasing inner demons and lace rents okay um also again i hope you're having an amazing night morning evening day whatever i hope you're chilling make sure you have a good big old glass of water with you or wine whatever your vibe is right now i hope you are feeling great and amazing remember if anyone's making you feel down try your best to see the positive that usually when we're put through pain it's literally just to improve us i saw this um thing on tiktok um and this girl she said something i think i've seen two girls um and i've um heard her or not heard obviously like i watch her tiktok and she was saying something like oh um, if you're in a slump or something, I know I'm botching it. Like, I would literally have to rewatch it. But she was basically saying, like, if you're in a slump, just remember, like, in a movie, like, just act like you're in a movie. Because when we watch a movie, the main character in the movie, she, um, okay, I'm actually going to pause this part because my family is being really fucking annoying and right when I start the episode I'm hearing their voices so I'm gonna have to ask them to shut the fuck up be right back okay I'm back it's so annoying like I genuinely like when I literally get my own place I'm never going to take it for granted ever because and it's so funny how it like leads into per it leads perfectly into the first segment like I don't know when I do stuff for people and I never get the same energy back I'm done being like and feeling like um it's just me I'm like just I'm super nice like no I'm being like a doormat for people but yeah back to what I was saying about the TikTok 
she was basically saying like you know when you watch a movie and the protagonist or whatever the main character she'll he or she will go through something really major and really sad but if they never had that downfall the rest of the movie wouldn't have ended up being so beautiful and good they would have just kept being on that same level of just plateauing into ordinary shit so treat yourself as that movie character in your own world and every time you go through something instead of being like oh my god like I'm never gonna achieve anything like I feel so bad why does stuff like this always happen to me put extra effort into being like this is happening because there is something amazing I'm supposed to do after this what is it and try really hard to find it or just let it flow but just remember like even though it, when you're in the moment of being upset, it's hard to think positively, which I totally get. But just try to even just write it down on a sticky note. So when you are upset, like just remember something good is going to come out of this. I'm going to be better from this. I'm going to be stronger from this. It's going to work out. I'm totally okay. And Okay, so the first segment is people-pleasing. Now, I have always, always, always seen the signs of people-pleasing and seen videos, but I've never held it, like, to me. I've never held myself accountable for people-pleasing until... (laughs) until I really started being on TikTok. Like, I'm not that addicted to tiktok but the way my um the way my for you pages like i don't see people dancing i don't see stupid memes like i see all the tips to better myself so tiktok is actually a tool for me at this point because all i see is self-improvement tips and it makes me feel good and sadly realizing that i have been a people pleaser for a really long time makes me want to throw up. I'm just looking back at how I would treat people and I would genuinely believe like it just meant, oh, I'm just nice. Oh, I'm caring. Oh, I didn't grow up with the mother figure. So I'm trying to mother people, which that the last part is a little bit true when it comes to my personality. But majority was just me people-pleasing, and I never knew that. I always thought I was just being overly nice, and I actually liked it about me. Like, let me give a real-life example. (laughs) Like, I had this friend. We were friends for a really long time. And also, they weren't, it wasn't a one-sided friendship, like, that past friend was also very giving, very loving, never made me feel like it was just me being super nice. Like she was like super amazing. She was an amazing friend. But I did a certain thing that I didn't know was a people pleasing thing. Every time she came over, I would always But then also it's like, was I just being a good host? But then no. Like every time she came over, I would always give her something. 
Like it didn't matter what it was. I would always give her something whether, and it wouldn't even be something new. Like it would be new ish, but it was like something that I know she would like, but it was mine. Like it was my stuff. (laughs) It was my stuff. And that's not a problem to give your friends things, but it was the fact that looking back, was I genuinely just giving her stuff or when she came over and I would give her something each time and it felt so automatic, was I trying to make her like me more, which was totally unneeded because at that time we were really good friends. But I think a part of me wants people to like me so bad I try extra hard by giving and giving and giving and giving. And I realize I've done this multiple times. Um, like with, the, with some family members, when it's their birthdays or a holiday, mainly their birthdays, I put so much effort and love and I'm always very mindful. And if I could afford something, I would get it for them. And mainly just the love part and I would... Um, do cute drawings on their cards and put just put a lot of effort in it and a gift for my family members and always try to make the gift seem like I put a lot of love into it because, you know, you treat people how you want to be treated. And looking back, I have yet to, besides my dad, I have yet to receive a gift on my birthday or holiday that genuinely felt like I didn't just buy you anything and slap a bow on it. Like I'm genuinely putting love into it, which may sound ungrateful to some people. But for me, it's like, you can just tell like my grandma, like she'll get me a gift, but it would be literally the same exact thing as everyone else. It wouldn't be catered to me. There would be no card. There would be no, I just knew you would like this. This is just for you. It would feel very much like they got it the day before and there was no love into it. Or any other family member would just not put as much effort into it. And it's not all about gifts, but it's just like, I wish when... I wish I just had the same amount of, I want to please this person and I want them to feel love vibe that I give out. Um, and there's also many times that I, I am an overgiver, but I don't hate myself for it. But I realize like, I, it's good to do that. And I don't need to receive that to do it, but doing it obsessively it's not going to be good for me in the end, especially if I'm not getting a little bit of that effort back because I'm just left giving my all to people who are so happy and okay with receiving. But when it's my turn to be the receiver, it's crickets. It's nothing. There's no effort or anything. And growing up in a family where... Growing up in a family where it felt like I had to work to receive any time of any type of love or appreciation. Like I didn't grow up with a family where if I did chores, I would 
get a thank you or if I did something, I would be appreciated, you know, and growing up with that, I think it made me wired to believing I have to put my all into something to deserve someone's appreciation and to feel appreciated. And that's not okay. It's like really not. And I remember, (laughs) this one's going to sound so pathetic. Like I like even, and this is to the point where even people I don't, that I would date and I didn't really, I wasn't even in love, but I was such a people pleaser. I would put so much effort when it came to being creative and wanting to make them feel like very loved because I wanted to give people an experience I wish I had. And I remember this one time I was dating somebody and um, note that I'm not the best cook yet, but I've made a meal for this person and I put so much little effort in it and I made basically just spaghetti and I like made toast stuff because I couldn't I didn't have like the actual breaded toast thing that like the garlic bread I just had I just had bread so I made the toast and it I took like 30 minutes chopping the bread into hearts which to some it's not that big a deal But to me, like, I want it to be romantic and I want it to be cute. And I just wanted to show, like, I appreciate you. And most of the time, I'm not the best partner to be with just because I have insecurities and stuff. So I do try to overlap my insecurities by making them feel loved, if that made any fucking sense. And when I did that... He seemed semi-appreciative, but I noticed he did not post it. And this is going to sound very weird, but the type of person he is, he posts literally everything and anything. And you could just tell it wasn't fully appreciated. And I just didn't even say anything. Even though, of course, he said thank you and stuff. And then um, fast forward... We weren't together anymore, and but we were still kind of cool, so we were still talking, like, platonically. And he took a picture of what, and this can sound so fucked up, and y'all gonna think I'm a fucking idiot for even talking to him, but I was in a headspace where I literally was not thinking of him at all. Like, I was, like, really, really busy to the point where I was like, okay, we're talking, but we're not talking. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't giving a fuck about him, basically. And he sent a picture of a meal a girl made and all it was was shrimp and noodles or something and when he showed me that just for conversation like oh yeah she made me this whatever it made me feel like okay he didn't appreciate the effort I put into something but he can appreciate a basic ass shrimp pasta and when that happened I wasn't upset or anything. It wasn't that big a deal, but it showed me that it made me analyze all other relationships where I've done really creative things to make someone feel loved and it's never appreciated. Like another ex, 
I, for their birthday, I painted the both of us. And I'm not the best painter, but, you know, I rushed it and I put a lot of effort. And, you know, painting supplies is not cheap. Sorry, I'm on my ground and my leg fell asleep. Had to move my leg. But painting supplies is not cheap. And I actually really liked the painting. And when we had an argument and stuff and we broke up, he told me he threw it away and he did, which made me really sad because it's like, you could have just gave it to me, you know, like you could have just gave it back. And, um, I tried to, I'm sorry if I saw in and out, I was still moving. I tried to, or not I tried to, but we were trying to work it out. And then I asked him, I was like, did you really throw the painting away? He was like, yeah, I did. And then... I go over to his place. <laughs> okay, so for Easter, for Easter, like this Easter that already went past, I made everybody a really cute Easter basket and I put so much love into it. Like even that partner's niece. I made her like the biggest Easter basket ever and I made the eggs that I made a painting for and the eggs that I made the painting for is not the same eggs I did the heartbread for heartbread for um and he also got me something but like I said it was very much like day of like literally in April like he literally ordered me a gift on Amazon the day of which was appreciated but again it wasn't with love and I don't know like you know, I am a material girl sometimes. Like, you know, like, buy me stuff if you want. I love getting stuff. But I also would appreciate having people who put love and thought into the gifts for me as I do them. Um, anyways, and I know he loves um, Reese's, like, the chocolates. So with his big old bag of candies and stuff, of course, I put a note and stuff in it. I gave him a big fat-ass Reese's peanut butter egg. And, okay, now you know that. So when we, of course, broke up, he threw the painting away, and then we tried to work it out, and I go to his place. Tell me why I see that fucking chocolate egg sitting down on his shelf still. And it I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way, because I was like, oh, you didn't throw, you threw away the painting, that I spent hours on making you when um, when we broke up, but you didn't throw away the candy that I got you. And he was like, oh yeah, but you know I love candy. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I could get it. Like you won't, like when you break up with someone, like you don't want to see anything that reminds you of them, right? But I'm um, like, I also bought you the candy too but you didn't throw it away. So it just made me look at how people view um, manufactured products that people get them versus intimate products. And I'm not a saint, you know, like sometimes I throw away intimate stuff, but then again, there, there was only one intimate thing that someone ever made me and I barely threw it away, barely, after years, because 
I just realized it's not healthy to have it. But all it was was a love note. So it wasn't like, you know, plus it was years ago. But I feel like after seeing him keep one thing and not the other, it made me view him very differently and just view like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore for people until I know I received the same type of love. Um, like, it's kind of like, imagine like, if you get me a diamond necklace, but then the next day you give me something you've made and you put blood, sweat, and tears into it. And it's something like actually came coming from your heart and we end our relationship. But we come back together and you realize I still kept the diamond necklace or whatever, but I threw away so quickly the thing you intimately made me. Wouldn't that make you look at me differently? Like, oh, well, you're just a materialistic bitch. And I can see that you were so easy to throw away a piece of me, but not the piece of me that came from a pre-made fucking store showing that you didn't even actually care. And that's how I viewed it when I noticed the fucking chocolate egg. Still there, but not anything I've intimately made. And I realized I should not put so much effort into people that don't give me the same effort. Genuinely. Like, I'm going to keep it one, two, like, you're just going to get the same energy. I'm not going to try to please you because it's like, why? Why am I trying to please people who don't leave me feeling pleased at all? And I noticed I continuously did it. I did it for family members that never put the same amount of love into me as I tried to do for them always feeling judged on certain things. And I'm not saying every encounter like this is like horrible or they're mean, like, no, but just saying like, I need the energies to match and that's okay. If the energies don't match and I feel like I'm overlapping with the love, I'm going to fall back no matter who you are. And I think that's, it's selfish, but then it's really fucking not. And I'm just over it. I'm really over it. I'm not going to overlap my love with friendships. I'm not going to overlap my love with anything. And I'm definitely not going to do that in a relationship because at that point, I'm not going to date the person. If right off bat, I feel like anything I'm doing emotionally is overlapping, we just won't date because what's the point? Especially since I'm a woman, I should not be overlapping myself for fucking anybody. I really shouldn't. Taking a break to drink some coffee. I should not be overlapping anything in any relationships ever. That's fucking ridiculous to subconsciously just want everybody to love and like me And doing all these things, I think, will make them feel that way towards me. And all it does is show either desperate energy, desperate energy, or they're just receiving and they're not putting it in words to me also. 
And that's just going to leave me feeling depleted, sad, and lonely in every aspect of my life. So, yeah, people pleasing no more. I'm so fucking over it. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to be super selfish to the point I don't give people stuff. But I'm going to just be more centered. There is this other TikTok that I watched last night and she was basically saying do a favor for yourself first before doing it for someone else and I'm taking it to heart because I realized I have never done that before like um example I live with my family usually like sometimes when we do chores I'm the main person who does them when my dad is at home and I would go clean the whole house before I clean my room or I'll clean the whole house or do a chore outside of my room, outside of my space before I wash my hair, before I go work out or before I do anything for myself. No, today I'm recording. I'm going to wash my fucking hair. I'm going to probably record a YouTube video. I cleaned my room. Um, might walk my dog, but it's so fucking hot today. Do everything for myself first before I do any outside activity, before I do anything for anybody else. And I want you to do the same thing. Like, oh, if someone's like, hey, can you do this for me? Do one thing before you say yes or before you actually do it. And I'm going to reprogram my mind to, like... I'm going to reprogram my mind to accept that we are coming first. To accept that, bitch, I'm, I'm the one. I'm not the two or three or four, fifth, six, ten, eleven, hundred. Bitch, I'm the fucking number one. And why am I putting myself under people who don't do that for me? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's being a people pleaser will get you fucking nowhere. And if it gets you somewhere emotionally, you will be under the fucking sadness, rock, whatever. <laughs> you will not be happy. I don't want to please anybody but myself and my pets. And then, then after that, after pleasing myself and my pets and the gods I believe in, then everybody comes after. You know, like this is like, unless you have children... You come first, period. You do not come second to nobody. It's me first because no one else is worrying about you. No one else is checking if you're good. No one's asking if you ate. No one's asking how you've been. No one's asking anything. You got to just worry about yourself and do favors for yourself first. Put love into yourself and don't fucking people please anybody. Because it's like, when you really, you know the thing where, I'm sure y'all heard this a million times by now, about advice, like, where they're like, oh, instead of questioning if they like you, question if you even fucking like them. That is the fucking truth. Do I even want you to like me? Do I even want you in my life genuinely? Do I even like you as a person? Do I even want you? Like, I started slowly asking this. And it's so easy to detach from people when you really 
think about it. Like, think about your exes and ex-friends, ever ex-family, and just think, do I actually like that person? Like, take away the sex, take away what they gave you, and just look at them as a whole person and ask yourself, do I... Did I actually like them? Did I actually see a future with them? Or was I very fucking codependent and felt like being in the chasing mode made me overanalyze my feelings for them, making me believe that they were this perfect person of a being when really, and they saw this too, like I was just too fucking good for them. And I just simply didn't know my worth. So that made them feel superior to me because it's like, oh, well, this person doesn't know their worth and they're bowing down to me. There must be something amazing about me. Not saying other people aren't amazing, but in this situation, maybe, boo, you was nothing. You are nothing. Especially if you don't feed my mind, you're fucking nothing to me in my life, at least, you know. And yeah, it's just... I know I like overran this. I'm probably going to make a part two unless I make this extra long. Mm, maybe not. I think I'll just leave this as being one whole episode. But yeah, people pleasing, don't do it. Even don't do it for a teacher. Don't do it for a coach. Don't do it for people you want to be friends with. Don't do it for your fucking family. Don't do it for a partner you want. Don't do it for anybody but yourself. You only want to leave yourself feeling pleased because these people do not give a fuck about you. When it comes down to reality, your family can only love you so much, but at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about you. At the end of the day, they don't give a fuck because they're putting themselves first, worrying about themselves. Unless, like, they're really fucking obsessed with you and co-manage every little thing you do. Which, I'm sorry if you're in this situation. But, yeah, let's go into the other segment. Okay, so this segment is about our inner demons. So, I was walking my dog last night. And, of course, we already know our inner demons only interfere with our minds when we're doing something positive for ourselves. And I was really thinking about um, the Doctor Strange movie that I watched when it came out this year. And, you know, if you've seen it, the scene where he does that thing where all the skeletons or whatever are following him, the ghosts and spirits or whatever, and he's like their slave. But then I think he realizes I have the power to overpower and then they obey him and yes there's still demons and spirits or whatever but they're obeying him and whatever he wants to do they're following him and i realize i we have to accept the fact most of us have inner demons that genuinely especially if you're in tune spiritually genuinely try to ruin us we only hear them and feel them when they want us to stop being productive and happy and it leads us to self-destruction and being unhappy and that's when you hear nothing always remember that when you're doing something good 
they're always going to see that and feel that and be like, no, we want you to lower vibration. So we're going to say all this mean stuff to you to make you believe that you're nothing but trash. When in reality, if you were such trash and if you weren't doing the right thing, they wouldn't tell you anything. They will let you keep going. They'll be like silent, dead fucking cricket silent because they see you're already on a destructive path. So why would they interfere? Every time you're doing something good, a demon conscience will try to grasp onto you. And you just have to accept that and realize that you're in control and they can't do anything but try to implant fear into your mind. Um, and you always have to let your good conscience overpower that, making you the king or queen of your body and your soul. And I realized that I was walking my dog and it's been a minute since I've done a walk and I want to continuously be healthy and happy and I realized that I started hearing negative thoughts in my head as I'm doing something positive for myself. And you have to physically believe and affirm you demons are only trying to make me stop being positive because you're scared. Because the more outgoing and confident and self-improved people there are in the world, those demons become less and less and the world becomes more as a whole, more perfect and more higher energy and it becomes beautiful. But around the world, there's so many people who let the demons overpower them and that's how lots of ugly shit continues to happen. But I... Literally, I'm going to sound insane, but I literally imagined my inner demons bowing to me. And I said in my head, you cannot control me. Obey me. You work for me. I do not work for you. You are my protector. You are nothing else. And that's what I kept saying in my head as I was walking my dog. And it may seem like too much or like, you know, whatever. But if you really understand what vibe I'm on, it makes sense. And I felt very, you know, like when people are like, you have to feel protected. Walk like you're protected by the universe. That genuinely, I had this whole energy in my body. As soon as I said that in my head, I felt so confident and I felt genuinely throughout my whole body protected and I realized the power in affirming my power and my self inner being and my energy I realized I have to affirm this right when a bad thought comes in my head like you do not do this to me. You are a fucking protector. That's all you are. You are coming at me because you're scared. And if you keep bowing down to the negative energy that your inner demons try to send you, you will 
be doing the labor that they are supposed to be doing for you, making you depressed and making you more anxious and you'll have zero self-esteem when in reality, our inner demons are only in us because they are only supposed to come out to protect you and they're only supposed to come out when you need to like, <clears throat> excuse me, when you need to like, you know, be on baddie time. Like when you need to tell someone to shut the fuck up, you know, that's all they're there for. That and the ego, that's all they're there for. They're not there to make you feel bad and to be on some evil shit. They're there just to come out when you need to tell someone to shut the fuck up and just to protect you from other bad energy. And that is it and that is all. Period. I'm so tired of letting the parts of my mind control me because then you become literally a fucking puppet to the darkness. No, honey, I'm the light. You fear me. I don't need batteries. I don't need wires. I don't need a switch. I am pure light. We're stars. I am pure strength and beauty. You bow down to me. I do not bow down to darkness and I will never believe the negative stuff it tries to tell me about myself. Because let's be completely real. If your inner demons were correct about you being nothing, being stupid, being ugly, being worthless, if they truly thought that, why are they trying to put fear into you? Why are they trying to downplay you? If they truly felt that way, they wouldn't put so much effort into making you go lower. Because if you're just such a low person and you're such like a piece of shit and you're nothing, they would have nothing to do. They would let you continue. They would not put why they would not kick you while you're down. You have to remember this. They will let you continue what you're doing. Always remember they will try to downplay your efforts when your efforts are positive. Because a confident, higher being version of you scares the fuck out of the devil and scares the fuck out of anything negative in the world. It scares them. It scares them so they try to make sure that you stay nothing and you stay mean, you stay rude, you stay fat, you stay low. And it's the truth. And you don't have to be, I'm not religious or anything, I'm spiritual, but you don't have to believe in any God, demons or anything to believe this you don't it bleeds into any aspect of who you are as a person you could be a whole atheist and know that there's inner demons you could be you cannot believe in anything and just know that a piece of you at least tries to keep you low and i'm just i'm sick of it i'm so sick of it because the me that is fully confident in all my abilities is a bad bitch. And she's like waiting for me to become her. And I can't become her if I let my confidence wither into dirt and not soil. 
and I'm just sick of it. So don't let your inner demons control you. Control your inner demons to obey and to only pop out when you need that extra attitude. Again, to tell, tell someone to shut the fuck up and keep doing what you're doing. Don't listen to them. Keep doing what the fuck you're doing. That's positive, not hurting anybody, and makes you a better person. The last segment is... Oh, gosh. The last segment is so questionable. But I was just... It literally popped in my head today. Is lace fronts. Yep, the lace fronts. Wigs that we all love and adore that that guy Tata's we see on youtube wigs have been popular for a really long time and i love them but i just realized i'm investing way too much into them and my real hair needs that same amount of love when you really think about it spending six hundred dollars and up even just 200 up on fake hair is disgusting it's disgusting. I'm so sorry. Unless you can afford it and balance your actual hair health journey, go ahead. But for the girlies that are putting more effort into extensions than their real hair, that's a problem. And I am part of the problem. <laughs> I definitely need to stop because I'm looking at all my extensions and stuff. And then I look at my actual hair products and it's a very big imbalance. I'm not saying I don't wash my hair and condition it, cleanse it and stuff. But I feel like, you know, maybe I shouldn't feel like low-key depending on extensions. Like, I want my actual hair to flourish and be the healthiest it can be. Like, I shouldn't have to feel like it needs to have extensions. No. Like, I want my hair to have the same amount of effort as I'm throwing money away to temporary shit. Like, I'm going to just start wearing braids more again because braids is, like, the most easiest protective style and just basically just the more affordable. Plus, like, I'm so tired of, like, it's too fucking hot to, like, just have the wig on and it's too fucking hot. And I want to take more care of my scalp and I want to start shifting where I'm putting my money on when it comes to my hair. Like, I realize... Okay, wait. I'm moving my leg again. I realize that I completely, a thousand percent, put more love into fake hair than my hair. And it makes me invalidate my hair, like, to the point when I don't even really even look at my hair. I don't really even touch it unless I have to and I don't really think of it as my hair I just think of it as something I have to braid down for a fucking wig and that's not right I feel like if you genuinely want your hair to flourish you have and need to see it as your hair the same love and same um energy that you feel when you have tape-ins a weave lace front whatever because you know that feeling when you look at it after you just got your hair done with extensions and you just feel it and you touch it and you're like, yes, it's mine. I feel like a bad bitch. Like, you need to feel that way with your same natural hair that you were born with or else it's not going to flourish. 
And I genuinely believe my hair has not been the healthiest state. I mean, it is healthier than it was before, but I feel like it could just be much better if I really start believing that my hair is mine and it's beautiful and I don't always need extensions. And I really shouldn't. And it's so sad that in this world, especially black women, we are more seen with extensions than our natural hair and not saying all our natural hair is the same way. We all have different types, but just natural period, just our natural whatever type hair we have, just really just flourishing in it. And I want my hair to flourish. I want it to grow longer. I want it to be healthy as fuck, even scalp always on point like I'm going to start putting more love into my natural parts of my body like even my face like putting more love into skincare than makeup putting more love into my real hair than stuff for extensions like investing in more natural stuff that actually benefits the real me than the me that other people perceive. And then I will ultimately be more beautiful, naturally. Like, all that, just think about this. Unless you already have a good collection of natural hair products, look around wherever you keep your wigs and stuff and calculate how much all your extensions cost on the average. And then look at your natural hair care products and calculate everything and see if there's an imbalance. See, like, do I have more extensions and do I invest more money and time in my extensions than my natural hair care products for my actual hair? And really just see if there is an imbalance. Now, don't feel guilty because, you know, we're women. We all want to look our best. And sometimes that does come from store-bought things that isn't, you know, technically natural. And that's okay. But we need to remember to nourish ourselves first. Like, I want to have, like, just a full, I want that big old bulk of natural hair care stuff that's just all complete just for my actual hair not just being basic with just a um shampoo pre-shampoo and conditioner and oils like I want more I want to do hair treatments I want to steam my hair I want it to get professionally done I want my scalp rubs I want to fully invest it more than I invest in wigs and any sort of weaves anything and I bet you doing that it will end up looking better i probably won't even want extensions after i put more love into my actual hair because think like this even if your hair because my hair isn't short but it definitely doesn't it looks like it doesn't have that much love into it if you had zero extensions would you be satisfied with your natural hair right now unstretched unstraightened would you be super excuse me would you be like <laughs> tongue-tied would you be super satisfied with your hair 
And for me, no, I wouldn't. And that's a problem. Like, that's literally a fucking problem. I don't like that at all. Like, and I keep telling myself, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be more natural. And then I get another wig. Like, no, I'm done. I'm sticking to braids, take care of my scalp. Going to start investing in more scalp rub products and really just investing in really good hair stuff for my hair. My goal for my hair is just for it to be fuller, darker, and healthier. Like, I'm so over obsessive hair extensions. I'm over it. Now, am I saying it's I'm never going to get hair extensions again? No. Like, I love a good lace front. I love a good weave. I love, you know, a good hairstyle. But I want to make sure that after all that gets taken down, I still have that same satisfying feeling when I look in the mirror and see my own real hair that's growing from my head and my scalp that I feel when I have a whole piece of fake scalp on my head. It needs to have the same bad bitch feeling, same yes, period, per, like, yes, I'm still that bitch feeling that I feel with extensions, period. Like, no, natural bodies unite, unite. Remember, you want outsource products like makeup and hair and nails to make you feel more like a bad bitch, but you never want it to make you fully, fully feel like a bad bitch completely. Like I want it to just be an add-on, not a necessity. Yes, I get my nails on, but it's not necessary for me to be hot. Yes, I have makeup on, but it's not necessary to be fucking beautiful. Yes, I get lace front waves and weaves, but it's not necessary for me to wear 24 fucking 7 to be that badass Rapunzel ass bitch. It's not necessary. It's unnecessary. And not a lot of people will get that. But yeah, that's all I have for today. I literally hate my family for how loud they are. I hate them. <laughs> That's all I have for today. So, yeah. Remember, being a bad bitch is not easy, but it's worth it. I hope you have an amazing night, evening, morning, day, whatever. Hope you're as happy as can be. I'm sending all my love out to y'all. Love your bitches. Bye.